Lady T Speaks podcast. I am your host, Tamika, bringing you stories of triumph and inspiration. Today's guest is a doctorate in ministry, a co-pastor of Abundant Life Worship Center in Chicago, an entrepreneur, an author of four books with her latest book titled Broken China Makes a Beautiful Mosaic, The Accomplished, Dr. Williams. Good morning, Dr. Williams. Great. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Currently, we are, the country is going through a coronavirus pandemic. I'm currently in Philadelphia. You are based out of Chicago. How are things in Chicago? Well, right now, you know, we're getting a lot of cases that are coming up, but I still feel like this is a time where we can still be encouraged even in spite of what we are seeing. Well, how are you feeling about having to stay in the house, having to rearrange your life, basically? How do you feel about that? Well, for me personally, you know, the the odd thing is most of my work, I do actually indoors. I I work from home. I teach online. So a lot of my work is already in the house. But for my family, it's a, an adjustment because now they're all home from school and, and from work. And so we're trying to all just find a space so that we can we can all work together in this time. We're making the best of what we have. For sure. I think the beauty in all of this is the family time that we haven't been able to get from having busy lives. Absolutely. And, you know, it's something serious that's going on in our country. So we don't want to make we're not making light of that. We want to use wisdom when you have to go out and do the things you need to do. You just be as careful as you can. But, you know, I would just encourage anyone not to allow yourself to get to the state of fear or feel like you can't do anything in the midst of even being indoors kind of rethink. So, for example, you think about a a caterpillar before it becomes a butterfly. It's in this cocoon, but there's something good going on inside of that cocoon. And so we have to kind of look at it from this perspective. We're locked in, but what good things can we do? Maybe there's a book you've been wanting to read. Maybe for some of us, because we're busy going all the time from one job to, to school to this to that, this is a time to be able to get some physical rest, some time to, like you said, have family time, do family games, just watch something other than the news. Because sometimes if you're just constantly watching the news and what's going on, it could really get you to a place where you're anxious. So what business do you want to start? Think about it. So it's, it's a lot of good things we still can do, even though we are indoors. Absolutely. All right. Well, We want to know, who is Dr. Williams? How have you become so accomplished as you are? And what has brought you to this point in your life? It's interesting because we never really see ourselves for where we're going to go based on sometimes where we started. Things weren't always good for me. If anybody that knew me then probably would not see who I am now. Life was, you know, kind of difficult for me. I was actually on my own at the age of 14. I was kind of living from place to place, went through a lot of different um, things in my life, abuse, attacks, you know, those kind of things. So for me, 
I never could see myself past what my current condition was. But I think there was always still something inside of me that believed there had to be more. And because I felt there had to be more, there was just something in me that never wanted to give up. So I was always hoping, always wishing, always wanting something greater. And because I wasn't willing to give up over time, I began to see my life change. I began to see things get better. And one of the things I remember even vowing to myself when I was young is was kind of on that place of, Lord, if you help me make it up out of where I am, I promise I'll go back and get someone else. That really has become a great part of who I am, even as it relates to my doctorate. It's my doctorate in serving leadership. And that's just been a goal of mine that, that what I do is not just for me, because it's people that are depending on me as well to make sure I can kind of go back and help you know, pull them out, show them that they can make it and and be an example to someone else to say, hey, if I made it, you can too. For sure. Wow. It's awesome. A lot of times I can appreciate how, you know, you never know what people are dealing with. You never know what they're going through. And, you know, maybe people who've crossed your path didn't understand, but I'm so grateful that you could be here right now and Mm -hmm. just Telling your testimony that it gets better, it can get better, it can change, you know, it can happen for you. So that's, that's amazing. Thank you. And then the other thing is, I would just like to add to that is, you know, I didn't always have someone coming behind to tell me that I could do it. And I know for some people that makes it even harder because you're on this journey, whatever you're facing, whether it's your own fault or life's fault. Sometimes a person needs a voice that says, hey, I can see a future for you, even if you don't see it for yourself yet. And I find such a joy in being able to kind of look in the eyes of people and I could tell they just don't see the greatness in them and say, hey, I'm going to carry the vision for you until you learn how to carry it for yourself. And that for me is some of the greatest work that I can do as a servant uh, leader is to be able to help somebody see It doesn't matter if everybody told you you couldn't be nothing. Here's somebody that's rooting for you, cheering you on, saying you can do great things, and I'm not looking for you to give me anything in return. I just want you to be your best self. Wow, that's an amazing story. Let's transition into what your background is and the things that have motivated you to start the church with your husband, some of the advice that you have for others. And then what you learned. That was an interesting um, time. Right now, it it was about, it was 2015 when my husband and I first decided to start the church. And to be honest, it became one of the most difficult several years of my life. Uh, It was difficult because, you know, you assume you're doing something great, good, people are going to support you. That's not actually what happened. We we dealt, especially uh, most of the attack came towards me. But there was a lot of attack, you know. I was accused of things like stealing money. I was accused of not being a good wife. I was accused of being a false prophet. I mean, I had all of these accusations that were coming. And these were from people that I actually thought loved me. And it was just a really hard time. And and so it was kind of a dark time for me because I said, well, Lord, I'm not understanding. I'm doing something for you. Why is this attack coming? And 
it really was around that time that I started. Uh, and anybody that follows me on social media would see I have a hashtag that says I am blooming. And right. the reason I started that was it was really an encouragement for myself because the Lord began to talk to me. It's like, Jewel, the same dirt that the enemy uses that either people, they throw dirt on you, but he has a way of taking that same dirt that we face in life and making it a fertile place where we actually can grow. My greatest encouragement to anyone is the dirt that life throws at you, look for a way to turn it around and make it a place where you grow. It was meant to attack you, to make you quit, make you get discouraged, but you can turn that around and find a way to say the same stuff that, that said I couldn't is going to be the same stuff that's going to help me say I can. It's going to be that's the right. same place where I'm going to figure out how to be my best self. And to be honest, as rough as that time was, um, as as many people as I lost, I am grateful because I am a better me than I was when I started this journey. I It revealed some things in me that still needed healing, some places that I still needed help. And I've allowed it to grow me. And I just feel like anytime we face adversity, we can turn it around and be able to triumph from it. Absolutely. As the state, uh, the saying goes, there is opportunity in your opposition. And I think it's, it's and not only that, but, you know, it's a place where you have to also be willing to say, you know what, let me forgive Anybody, whoever did anything wrong to me, because if you try to hold on to that or try to get revenge, it really does nothing to the person or the people that did anything to you. It actually will turn around and and make you embitter. It will slow your progress. And so that was one of the things I had to immediately learn how to do is say, you know what? I've got to let this go, and I've got to look at it from a different perspective. They might have meant it for my harm, but God has a way of making it for my good. So I'm not going to be angry with them. That That's between them and God. Whatever they did, that's between them and God. It's not even my fight anymore. My focus has to be on what is my future, and how do I make sure that I move forward to continue to do the things that, that I need to do. When I, I, I say I am blooming, it's really this reminder to myself that I'm growing through any situation. I'm growing through any through any tragedy, any trauma. It does not stop me. My roots are going to go deep and I'm going to keep growing. I'm the seed and I'm going to I'm going to bring forth the fruit. I'm going to bring forth the good that's on the inside of me and somebody's going to see it. Somebody's going to need it and somebody's going to appreciate it. And that's the focus that any of us have to do. Don't worry about, you know, cuz people are like, "Oh, my haters." Don't worry. That's, don't don't spend any time worrying about your haters. Spend your time worrying about and focused on who am I supposed to serve? Who am I supposed to make a difference to? My life really is going to make a difference to someone. And I want to make sure I show up there so that they can receive from what I'm blooming. That is absolutely amazing. I'm so grateful that you took this opportunity to share your story, your testimony here on this show, because I really hope to inspire people by listening to your story, the the other stories, everyone's story, because I just feel like there's a lot of suffering out there. And I feel like, you know, in general, I guess people may not be as empathetic because they don't understand. Maybe they have never been through certain things and they just don't get it. But that one person who's listening 
I want them to know that they'll be okay and to take the advice that you give and maybe they can apply it to their own life. And I think that's really the key point because I actually had this conversation with someone. I said, "There's," I said, imagine you have one person that only needs one thing. You have another person that needs 101 things. Both of you get the one thing. Well, the person with the one goes, hey, why you're not more excited? You got one thing. You're going, but the person that needs the 101 said, I am excited for the one, but I need 100 more. <laughs> and I use that example because people sometimes have this expectation that you need to show the different things the way they do, but they don't always understand. You may be coming from a deeper deficit. You may be coming through more trauma. You may be coming from a harder place. So it's not that you're not grateful for the one thing you received, but you still are not quite where you want to be. And I often try to come along people and say, look, I understand. It doesn't mean you lack faith. It doesn't mean you're not grateful. It simply means life It has been different for you. And I just want to encourage people that I understand life has been different for you because life has been different for me. And you grow at the rate of you. You're not going to grow or make it to certain milestones at the same pace as somebody else. That is okay. You have the permission from God to grow at the rate that he wants to grow you. And that is really one of the things that that I try to serve people well with, because I don't want people having guilt feelings about, well, man, I didn't do this as fast as person B did. Well, you're not person B, you're you. Be uniquely you. Bloom the way you're supposed to bloom because guess what? You keep growing. You're going to get to the place that you need to be. Wow. Sound advice, sound information. I appreciate it. Well, where can people find you, follow you, access the books? Can we talk about the books that you've written? Sure. Like I said, I've written several books. The book that I'm working on right now, it's called Broken China Makes a Beautiful Mosaic. And it's uh, the story kind of follows a woman by the name of Hope. And it's really a book for both married women and unmarried women. And it deals with the different emotions that women go through in relationship. And I, I compare them to different women in the Bible, but also just try to make it very practical in ways of how we deal with these emotions and how to get to the right side of some of these things. And that book is actually will be coming out in April. But like I said, I've done several books. I've done a book that I really appreciate, especially for young girls called um, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. And I share my testimony in there of abuse and things that I went through, but how I learned through study to come to that place of wholeness. And that was one of the things I went back and said, okay, let me write something that will help young girls see that the Bible does actually speak to things as even things like setting goals. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with the world. So where can people find you? What are your social media handles? Yeah, well, I am on Facebook. They can look me up, Jewel Jewel D. Williams, and you'll know it's me because I've got a flower in my hair. That's something you'll always see. That's my trademark. So I am on Facebook. If you're looking for my books or even for my mentoring program, all of that's on my website, publishthevision.com. If anyone wants to reach me by email, I'm Dr. Jewel Williams at publishthevision.com. And so those are some of the places where you can find me. 
So the links to your website, your Facebook, and your email will be included in the description of this podcast. Again, I wanted to thank you so much, Dr. Williams, for taking the time to sharing your knowledge and expertise with us, with the world. Um, your stories is amazing. And I appreciate everything that you're doing for the community. And thank you for showing us that we can be a greater version of ourselves. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity for you to even allow me to just share my passion, my love for people, and that I do, you know, I want to see people be their best selves. Okay. You're listening to Lady T Speaks. 